is going on everyone? Welcome in to the very first edition of the Fan Committee Football Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Joe Tooman. I'm joined by my good friend, Michael Herrera, my co-host. Michael, how's it going? Uh, I'm doing great, Joe. How are you, man? I'm doing fantastic. I'm excited to finally get started on our on this podcast. We've been talking about it for a while. Mike, try to let the people know, what, what are we trying to accomplish with this podcast here? Well, on this podcast, you know, we're going to be doing NFL breakdowns about everything. You know, we're going to talk about, we're going to review the draft classes, each team's off seasons. We're going to talk about, once the season rolls around, we're going to talk about each game, like weekly. We're going to like do our little like breakdown previews for each one. And then also we'll talk about our team specifically. Obviously, Joe here is a Packers fan. I'm a Dolphins fan. So we got very different perspectives. We also plan on having on some of our friends who are also fans of different teams, get their perspectives. And because we really want to hear from like everyone as much as we can, really. You know, get a get a variety of people on here. Absolutely, that's that's where kind of the name comes from. You know, we were, we've been thinking about the names for a while. I think the fan committee we're trying to we're trying to include all the NFL fans here. You know, I'm a Packers fan, even though you know if you've heard, trust the podcast. I'm a Sixers fan, but I'm not an Eagles fan. But I got a lot of Eagles friends, so I'm sure they'll be everyone will be lining up to come on and talk about the Eagles. Mike's a Dolphins fan. He, Right, you grew up in uh, Miami, right around there. Yeah, I grew up in Miami. Uh, it was definitely rough growing up being Dolphins fan. It's hard. <laughs> we are very much past our prime years. Yeah, but it is what it is. How Hopefully, you born this a couple year. decades early. You missed the Marino era. <sighs> Sadly, I was born three years after he retired. I did meet him when too. I was younger. Really? Did you? Yeah, he because uh, he has like his famous sports bar down in Miami, and uh, we went to it when I was young. And I asked my mom, she's like, oh, "I got the photo somewhere." So I got to find that at some point. I show it to you guys. Oh, that's but. sick. Yeah, I meant, just to add on to that, I went to the Hall of Fame when Brett Favre got inducted. He's he's the guy who made me a Packers fan. I got his autograph. I got to meet him. Jerseys, signed jerseys, uh, hang, hanging up in my basement. Love me some Brett Favre. Love me some Aaron Rodgers, too. So we'll be talking about the Packers, I'm sure. But over the next few weeks, we'll be doing our previews for a lot of the NFL teams, really all of them, before the season begins. We'll be doing our preseason predictions, stuff like that. But for today, in this first edition of the podcast, we want to talk about one of the biggest stories in the NFL right now that broke yesterday, well, when we're recording this. That's Kyler Murray's big extension with the Arizona Cardinals, $230 million over five years, $160 million guaranteed. Mike? What are your thoughts on this contract extension for the Cardinals here? My first thought when I saw it was, wow, that is, that's a lot. But also the problem is nowadays is that like, you're always going to have to pay your quarterback an exorbitant amount of money if they're even decent. And Kyler is a pretty good quarterback. A lot of people would rank him high up there. And I don't blame him. I think Kyler definitely has shown that like he can be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He just hasn't put it all together. So they did, I wouldn't say overpay, because if we're being honest, like, that's probably around where it's going to be regardless. So I think, I mean, let's not forget about the fact like Lamar Jackson is due for a new one soon, and that's going to be probably, for being honest, close to Pat Mahomes. I think it's going to be close to his contract, somewhere in, like, the 400s. I think they made the right choice securing their quarterback. And yeah. uh, I think I think it shows that they came to, like, an agreement with whatever offseason drama was happening earlier. And I think it shows that, like, they figured things out and they, they really do believe in him, which I think is important for quarterbacks. People don't realize that, like, you got to support your quarterback. Your quarterback doesn't have your support. They're not going anywhere. That's what happened to Baker. Baker, I think, could still be a great quarterback, but he didn't have that support in Cleveland either. So let's see what happens with both of those guys. Yeah, I agree. And you mentioned Baker because we saw what the Browns paid for Watson, and that's a guy, not only did he have the off-field stuff, he still has the off-field stuff, but he also just 
in general missed a season of football. You just missed time. I chose not to, especially, which is right. No matter what, I would definitely question his commitment to the game. Because, like, yeah, (laughs) you could say, oh, it was like you could say it was a contract dispute, but like, yeah, yeah. So we we saw Kyler. You know, he was making some waves on social media with some cryptic messages earlier in the off season. Kind of odd, and a lot of people were kind of uh, making fun of him because this is coming off his horrific performance against the Rams. And then he, he was teasing that he wanted out, and everyone's like, well, you're the one who played terribly. I mean, what, 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 do you, what do you expect the Cardinals to do here? But now they do agree to the contract extension. So I, I agree with you. All these teams that have these franchise quarterbacks are going to have to pay that heavy price. But, you know, when I look at the Cardinals, I mean, we can save most of the analysis for when we do a Cardinals preview uh, in general. But just off the top of your head, do you think – like, what do you expect in other Cardinals? Do you think they're going to regret this contract? Do you think Kyler is worth that money? I think Kyler, I mean, I would say they overpaid him a bit. Like, they definitely, I would have tried to get it, like, lower, like, at least 10, 20 mil. But it is what it is, you know. Uh, the 160 mil guarantee, that's not terrible. Like, I feel like that could be a lot worse. We could have seen a lot more from them, especially yeah. with the way he was being a little bit of a diva early in the offseason. I feel like that. Could have been a lot heavier of a guarantee signing. But I think they made the right choice. They locked him up for six years. That's pretty smart. Or is it five? Because we're running into the 2023 season. It's five because we're going into 2023. Yeah. You have to factor in the extra year. He's already under contract. Yeah, yeah. But I honestly, I think that it not only shows that the the organization is backing him, but that he also has faith in the organization that they're going to do right by him, which I think is a step in the right direction if that's what's happening. Because if we're being honest, the Cardinals, I don't think they're that great of a roster right now. Did he play terribly in the, in the playoff game? Yeah, for sure. It wasn't just him. Like, it was the whole team. Right. I, I agree. Because the thing I say about Kyler is, like, I don't think he's bad by any means. I, I just I can't tell if he is, if I think he's overrated or if I just think the Cardinals are just not run as uh, strongly as they could be. Cliff Kingsbury... Right. I think everyone's at this point. We know what Cliff Kingsbury is. Every season, he they, his team starts hot on offense and they fizzle out. So is, mm-hmm. the, is that just the coaching? Is that just the scheme? If he gets yeah. a new coach that can better utilize him and the weapons, will he be better? Because this guy was the number one pick in the draft. He's shown amazing potential. I mean, fancy football wise, everybody wants him because of that running ability. But in the real NFL. Yeah. Is what we saw in the Rams playoff game, the first playoff game of his career, is that how every team is going to be able to capitalize? Or was it just the Rams are that good? Or was it just Cliff Kingsbury isn't that good of a coach? I think this is maybe maybe while I wouldn't want Kyler Murray as one of like the five or six best quarterbacks in the NFL, if you're Arizona, I think you had to do it. Like well, there's, yeah. they, there's not much other options. What, what are you going to do? Let him go yeah, exactly. and then become a bottom dweller again? Yeah. I mean, the thing is like, Kyler Murray, he's not top five, but like he's top ten if you put him at number ten. I'd feel, I feel like that's like somewhere around there. That's a fair place. Yeah, so yeah, okay. you definitely gotta pay him that money because you want to keep some semblance. Because I mean, like ever since Carson Palmer left, and even Carson Palmer, like he was pretty stable, and that's why they made the playoffs. They were a pretty right. good team, but you know, ever since then, so like you need to keep any semblance of a good quarterback you can. And I think they made the right decision. The problem is really like as you hinted at, it's the way the organization is on Cliff Kingsbury. A choker is essentially what he is, and Steve Prime is not a great GM. But like you said, he's we'll very hit more. He's very, very hit or miss. That's how I would describe him. Like he he makes some 
good signings, but I wouldn't say he's ever made an amazing signing. I would say the D Hop trade was great, but net, but like that's now, a, well, that's that they capitalize on someone else's that's incompetence. True. That's a good point because the Texans so, traded David Johnson and a pick in that yeah. trade, or they, the Cardinals yeah. traded that for DeAndre Hopkins. So really, anyone would have taken that trade. That's a good point. For we'll sure. see how the Hollywood Brown trade works out. I was pretty critical of that one, but I think. High ceiling, low floor. It's very boomer bust. Like it really could work because Hollywood Brown, kind of like Kyler, is showing off a lot of that potential, but it's not always there. Right. And but I also wish we'll cover this for the Ravens. Is that a lot of the talk you hear about the Ravens is that their offense is big dog water, which it is. Like I saw recently some film about the Dolphins uh, Ravens game this past season. By the way, people criticize the Dolphins for having an easy stretch of quarterbacks, which is why we had a good record at the end of the year. Yes. The Ravens game is the one game I think people forget we actually played well in, and I think that can't be discredited. That was good. But, I mean, I was watching some of the film, and some of these... Was that the like, Thursday night one? Was that on Thursday Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, some of these patterns, they had these receivers running, was insane. Like, you'd have two receivers running right on top of each other at the same route for no reason. And it's that's a terribly designed offense. <laughs> but I think it's also like Hollywood Brown needs to kind of get out of his own way a little bit. But I think it's, like I said, very boomer bust. But it could work out. So we'll see about that well, one. They too. played together in college. That's what everyone's been talking about. Yeah. I think like everyone. I I was listening to something the other day. They said everyone's going to try and copy. They're everyone's trying to copy the Bengals right now with Chase and Burrow. It's like, well, did that work out because they were college teammates, or is it because Chase and Burrow are both really, really, really good players? Like Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. I think that's going to work. I like the Raiders team this year, but like that, you have Hollywood and Kyler Murray is kind of the. The, wor- the weakest example of this it was like, oh, let's get these two together because they played in college. Let's trade, yeah. our f- let's trade our first round pick when we could, we need to patch seven different positions on this team. When we are, yeah. think about it, they already had, they already had D Hop, they already had Rondell Moore, they already had AJ Green. They could have just re signed Christian Kirk instead of Lennon Walk and not traded for Hollywood Brown. I mean, in my opinion, Christian Kirk and Hollywood Brown aren't that far apart. Hollywood Brown's probably a little better, but. I don't know. Yeah. That's just my opinion. So I, I'm not a big fan of the Cardinals, but we can definitely get in to more of yeah. that. Uh, down we'll definitely into that later. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And the only other topic we wanted to address on this first episode, Mike, you were bringing this up. I mean, the Madden, the Madden ratings aren't that big a deal. They don't affect the real NFL, but they are very comical. And yeah. I think we should just touch on that real fast, as you were saying. Oh yeah, for sure. You you got them pulled up, or you want me to pull them up? Um, you could pull them up. I I kind of remember some of them because I was tweeting about some, and they were making me mad. So yeah, no, dude, I'm not gonna lie. I was at work yesterday, and so like we got like those big like ESPN screens up, only like NFL news that's coming right. out at all. Right. Like know. that's what they were talking about, and they were talking about the uh, the uh, the cornerback rankings, and I thought oh. those were absurd. As a Dolphins fan, you should be like personally offended. I mean, what does David Howard have to prove at this point? Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's I, very funny. I couldn't tell you, man. But let me. Here's our like. Here's the top ten. So the yeah. top ten or the top three. Let's talk about top three. Top three is Jalen Ramsey, Jerry Alexander, Tre'Davious White. That's my valid. only my only issue is that Tre'Davious White is like. Like, the way I see it is the top three corners are Jalen Ramsey, Jair Valor, and Xavier Howard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Xavier Howard is criminally underrated by the media. I think well, I think this issue with, like, the Dolphins as a whole were criminally underrated, and I think it's because of 
Tua, not Tua's fault, but I think everyone's so focused on Tua. The fact that Tredavious White is one, a 93. Right. <laughs> where, well, actually, a 93 is a fair overall for him, but Xavier Howard should also be a 93, and he should yeah. be where Tredavious White yeah. is, which I think is completely disrespectful. That is the opposite of 2K. 2K, I feel, I feel like 2K, as much as I don't like 2K either, they, they at least update the ratings where Madden just, like, if you were good three years ago, they give you the benefit of the doubt. Jamar Chase, Justin Herbert, um, who else? Uh, some of the younger running backs. All these guys, we've seen the ratings. They, they, they were way too low. Like, how is Jamar Chase? Jamar Chase and Brandon Cooks are not on the same level. Like, it's just not true. No, like, for sure. I agree. Zeke Elliott was still in the top 10 running backs. Like, my dad's a Cowboys fan, and he hates Ezekiel Elliott so much. Zeke, the only reason Zeke, I think the only reason Zeke is, like, up so high is because he was, like, okay in fantasy because he was fed the ball so right, much. exactly. Like, dude, if the Dolphins had kept handing it off to Miles Gaskin, he at some point would have gotten right. me plenty of points. Right. Even Which, by the way, I think Miles Gaskin, like, offhand, not about his Madden rating, but I think Miles Gaskin was used terribly in our offense last year. But we'll cover that later. That's just an example, though, of how, like, all, you can go through all the lists. They're all like that. They're all, all over the place. The quarterbacks... You can call Tom Brady the GOAT, but that doesn't mean he should have the highest Madden rating for a quarterback. Like, oh, I agree. Yeah, for sure. I would. I, I think like six guys should have a higher overall rating. Like that's that's yeah. strongly. I feel. No, I agree. When you talk about the 99 club, do you Who's think... There's not that many, right? Yeah, but like, I want to see if you like feel that any of these should not be. So like our 99s currently, we only have four out. which is I don't know how there's no quarterbacks. I feel like... <laughs> The problem is, like, it was Pat Mahomes last year was a 99, but, like... I agree he was... Here's my thing. I agree Pat Mahomes was worse last year than he was the year before, but how are you going to not punish Ezekiel Elliott and people like that who are way worse than the ratings they have, but you're going to take Pat Mahomes down to four spots? That doesn't make any sense. That's fair. And Aaron Rodgers just won two straight MVPs. I don't care if we lost to the Niners in the playoffs or not, like... He's just that good. <laughs> That's also true. Um, so the four players are Donald, Adams, Miles Garrett, and Trent Williams. There's only four? That's so lame. <laughs> There's always like four or five. There's always like a handful of players. I think Trent Williams being a nine-nine. No, I'm for it. I'm for I it. I think he said like I'm not I don't care about pro football focus that much. But didn't he set like, But in this case, time, yeah. Didn't he set the think- all-time record for like a rating? For an offensive lineman, yeah, he did almost perfect. I think I was gonna, say, I wasn't gonna say like he doesn't deserve it, but I was gonna say I wasn't expecting it, but I'm not mad about it. Yeah, I'm I surprised think, the EA devs even know who Trent Williams is. Yeah, that's true. It's probably because they're gonna give him like a like the like the frozen out of position like a fullback card or something like that because <laughs> of that play in the in the what is it the playoffs? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I it. think. Let me see. Oh, Jaylen, you know what? I think be, I think Jalen Ramsey should be a ninety nine. I think TJ Watt should be a ninety nine. Um, definitely, you said Devontae Adams. I would have given I would have given Cooper Cup a ninety nine. Travis Kelsey should be a ninety nine. Travis Jared Kelsey, Kelsey? yeah. I, Travis Kelsey's uh, he's awesome. I mean, I feel like a ninety eight is good for him. Okay, I mean, I guess I don't know. I think these quarter, I think the quarterback rankings are kind of wack. Yeah, they are. They are. I think uh, Josh Allen is too low to ninety. Oh yeah, Josh Allen, I'd give like a ninety-seven. He's Nine, Tom Brady's too high. If yeah, I'm being honest, like, 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 imagine two K. If two K had rated like Tim Duncan, like 
90 in like 2K13. That's like the equivalent of what Madden's doing with Tom Brady. Like, you can still be winning a lot of games, but you don't have to be the best at your position. Tampa got bounced early last year. They didn't even go there. Yeah. So, I uh, think also the order they put these in is also not very double. Like, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes. Tom Brady's the, my only issue with the top three. I think the top three, like, you could have put. I saw it talking about like his past completions for like length of the throw, and there's somehow like he barely hit on like deep throws and stuff right. like that. I think like Tom Brady still should be like, in the in like the top five, but he should be number five. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that. I would I would have put in Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen. Um, that's fair. I I, I want to say Justin Herbert, but I feel like people will give me a lot of flack for that. But I think Justin Herbert's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, yeah, no doubt about it. He is. Like, he just top is. Top five. He's top top five. five. Yeah. He's top five. I agree. I think, honestly, top five is, like, number one, I think, is a debate between Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes because they're very similar and they got the huge arms. Mahomes is a little, like, not as, like, what is it? Smart, I guess is what people say, because, like, he throws a bit more interceptions. They're pretty comparable. So, like, you could say A-Rod one. I'd be totally fine with that. You could say Pat Mahomes one. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think top five is, like, Rodgers, Mahomes, Allen, Herbert. Number five, I guess, would have to be Tom Brady. I'd give him it. I'd give him it. I'd give him, I'd give him five. He's got to do a little more before he, he cracks that. I don't mind too much Joe Burrow's top five in, like, Madden terms. Yeah. But I think Prescott at six is insane. Yeah, it is. It like, is. Prescott should have been 10. If he was going to be top 10, he should have been 10. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Like, I I don't want to be mean to Dak Prescott, but, like, he kind of choked away that last playoff game. Yeah. Yeah. That was on him. Dak Prescott, you could have not necessarily put Derek Carr at six, but Derek Carr should have been in the top 10 list. Maybe. I don't know if I agree with that, but. I think you put him, like, 10. Because, like, who else do you replace? Like, who else do you put at 10? Um, or like in that I list. Think that about like, it. I mean, Joe Burrow's in there. That's yeah, like the, there. let me read you the other quarterbacks of the next top 10, like the, yeah. the 11 through 20. It's Deshaun, Kyler, Carr, Tannehill. Deshaun the game, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins, Mac Jones, oh. Baker Mayfield, Jimmy G, and then Jameis. Yeah. Um, my top 10 is probably guys we said, and then six, I'd put Joe Burrow. Uh, I'd put Stafford in there. Um, I would definitely put. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to think if Derek Carr's top ten or not. I don't, I don't think he is. I would put Dak over Derek Carr. Uh, I like Derek Carr a little better, okay, but I think great. that's like split. Okay. I think I feel like that's just. And I guess, I guess I gotta put Lamar. I don't really want to, but I guess I do. And then I think I think Lamar's better than advertised. I think he's just really held back by the Ravens team. That's fair. That's a good point. Um, and then I want to point out. Sorry, real quick, to interrupt. I want to point out that Teddy Bridgewater is rated over Tua. No, he that isn't. Is. That's insane, yeah. bro. Yeah, he's not. He's not good. We're gonna talk about this a lot when we do the Dolphins episode. But like, yeah. Tua is not that good yet. But he is not that bad. I don't understand. It's so stupid how people. Talk about I think people don't realize that, like, Tua, not all quarterbacks, like, burst onto the scene. Like, right. Tom Brady, both, people don't, like, Tom Brady, the year that the first Patriots Super Bowl, he wasn't even that good. They won that Super Bowl because of the defense and because Adam Vinatieri made one of the greatest kicks ever. It's a little unfair because Tua was a number one, or a first, over, like, first round compared yeah. to Tom, who's a six. Tua was incredible like, in college, and he had a major hip injury, and people were just like, why isn't he... Quarterbacks need to develop. Like, people... 
like Josh Allen. I don't know. I think people realize that like, you still got to let people develop. If you want to say after year three, two is a lost cause, that's fair. It's year three, okay. especially yeah. with a team. Like, this is the best team he's been surrounded by. Then, oh. yeah, for sure. I, but, by far. Yeah, by far. You know, this is what it is. I agree. Um, well, we can get to Tua when we do the Dolphins episode. Yeah. Coming. I think the last um, Madden rating I want to touch on is tight ends. Okay. Because I think those are also a little whack. I mean, if we're being honest, all the matter ratings are whack. Yeah. Like, real. Of- <laughs> I have a bone to pick with EA. I think I think the top three makes sense. Uh, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Mark Andrews. Yeah. Um, George Kittle, you could remove him, and I'd be okay with that because he had a down year last year. Darren Waller is too low, I think. Yeah. I think Darren, Darren Waller is yeah. underrated. He's at a 91. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'll give or take, but mostly that's... It's not the worst, but I feel like he should be like a 93. That's fair, that's fair. I think that, and I this is where my bone to pick is, I think TJ Hawkinson and Kyle Pitts both being above Mike Kosicki is absurd. Well, no, I don't agree with Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is way better than Mike Kosicki. <laughs> I personally don't agree with that, but maybe that's just because I'm a Dolphins fan. But yeah, I, I mean, do Pitts, not. Kyle, I don't think Kyle Pitts has proven that he's better than Gasicki yet. I don't think he's don't terrible. Know, like, thousand, where, where's Gasicki's thousand yards? Who's their only target? So of course yeah. he doesn't have a lot of yards. So like that's why, like me personally, I feel like I feel Kyle Pitts is great. Like, yeah. he's great. Will he probably be better than Mike Gasicki? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like right now, I don't think he should be considered better than Gasicki, considering like. There's a lot of extrapolating circumstances to consider. I think TJ Hawkinson over, over Mike Kosicki, though, I feel like. If you disagree with me on that one, we, I do. this, uh, this podcast has to end. I do. I do disagree. I, Are you I serious? Think about, I think they're about even. They're very I don't, I don't know. Very, like, Hawkinson over Kosicki, though? Insane. I guess. I mean, they're about even, yeah. He's an 89 compared to Kosicki in 86. Yeah, I mean, I would probably put them both like 87, 88, yeah. That's probably what I Well, mean. I can get behind that, but yeah. I just can't get behind, like, I don't know. No, he's, not substanti- just, he's not substantially better. But I don't know, I guess it's like splitting hairs. The rest <laughs> of it, I just... But I feel like the rest of it's like fine. Yeah, I mean, tight end... After the, I mean, the tight, end, the tight ends are rated very low. Like, once you get past the top, like, six tight ends, they kind of fall. Literally, the top five already has an 80 overall tight end. It's 89. Or, like, an 80 in, in, in the 80s. Like, your top five should be all 90s. Yeah, I agree with that. Kyle Pitt should be at least 90, I think. I mean, I, That's I, fair. I mean, Tunyon's back here at an 80. Tunyon, I love Tunyon, but like he's he's better on the Packers than he actually is. Like he yeah. he he had like twelve touchdowns on forty four receptions. He's just feeding off Aaron Rodgers' red zone targets. Like he's it's nothing. Fair, special. But I, I like him, but he's nothing special. Like I'm okay with that. That's fair. Yeah. No, no, no I wasn't disagreeing. I was just pointing yeah. out where your, your tight end is. No, no, like, yeah. Who's your other one? Josiah Deguara. Deguara, yeah, he's. I don't. I don't know what we're gonna do with him. And then we got Big Dog Mercedes Lewis. He's, oh, gonna, he's, he's, the mean, oldest he's just consistent. Ever. My oh, man's yeah, just okay. consistent. Like I'm surprised he. Like every year, I don't see him retire. I'm shocked. <laughs> he's like Udonis Haslam with your heat. Except Marcelo different because like, Mercedes Lewis actually plays. So. Yeah, because Haslam like Haslam's a coach. Yeah, Mercedes yeah. Lewis is playing. Right, you know, yeah, and like he's playing. He's yeah, he's blocking. He's playing tight. Yeah. He's playing football. 
He had the most you catches know? he had in like six years last year with like twenty five. I mean, I think Mercedes Lewis is underrated. Yeah, he is. He's a very good blocking tight end. I think he's a pretty decent tight end for his age. Because like what? Well, he's stuck with forty. Him. He's yeah, thirty eight, bro. I just looked up. This man yeah. is thirty. I thought he was forty, to be honest. But yeah. 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 No, I think the Madden Reigns are whack. But that's yeah. always they are whack. That's what. That's what the truth is. Madden needs to get their act together. It's why I've not bought Madden in like two years. I haven't bought two K since two K nineteen. These games yeah. need to get their act together. Make some changes. Make it more fun. Yeah. The players probably, and maybe we won't have to criticize you on the podcast. Again, so yeah, they really, they really need a, they need to figure out a new way to make their right. System. Get some new, get some new people watching the games for EA. Oh my god! All right, yeah, that's going to do it for the very first edition of the Fan Committee podcast. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back with episode two. We're going to be jumping in to our preseason preview. Mike, what are the two teams we're covering? Uh, we are covering the Bills and Dolphins next episode, and then the next episode after that, we're going to do Jets and uh, Patriots, obviously, of course, finish out the AFC East, and we're going to most likely have Joe's friend on, who's a Jets fan. I think oh, yeah, Joe and Price, so if you listen to Trust the Podcast, shout out my um, NBA oh, podcast I do. He was talking some Lakers, a lot of negativity. I think Dylan's going to be doing, he's going to have some positive things to say about the Jets when he gets on here, so. I'm looking forward to that. So, other than that, thank you guys for listening. Have a great rest of your day. And other than that, we out of here.